The Whole Ass, a podcast by millennial parents just working through how to give every moment their all. While you listen, nothing is off limits. The Whole Ass, use it or lose it. Welcome to our podcast. This is our closet. We're Sorry. talking about... We're talking about... Dr- dr- dreams. Dreams. If your dreams going to die after you have children. Do they no. die? <laughs> no. Yes. Or are they in like a hibernation? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Is it an 18 year hibernation for all of your dreams? How do you get to your dreams after you have children? Yes. Because you're like doing the nine to five and you're making the money. And then I feel like maybe, maybe they call this a midlife crisis. It's like a pre-midlife crisis. After you've had kids and you're like, is this what I want my life to be? Whew. Like, I love my kids. So wait, are kids what you want your life to be? Are having these kids what you want no, your life to be? No, I just think you have kids, and then you have a second, you're like, okay, I'm like in, you're like actually in the real rat race. Yeah. Before kids, you were like, dollar, dollar bills. Y'all. Going out drinking. Oh, God. To dinners, going on trips. Not that we were like, I mean, We went rich, to Costa Rica, but right? No, we had we had not. So no, Costa sorry, Rica. not Costa Rica. We went to uh, the oh. Dominican. Oof. We went yeah. to the Dominican Republic. Sidebar. That's another. That's another. We I think went that's another day on an Expedia trip. And now that I travel for work, I realize how poor of a decision this was. But we found a great deal. Uh, we went out with several of Ava's friends, friend group people. Now your friends. At the time, though, yes, they were your friends. And that's the first vacation I've ever been on where there was a buffet and I lost weight. I lost twelve pounds in. Six days, five days, thanks to an so, open air, warm buffet. Yeah. So we yeah. weren't balling out of control, many. No, but I'm just saying, your money was spent for different things. Now you're like hustling, you're making more money, but like so much more money. It's going to daycare. Oh my god, daycare. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, is this like, is this it until the kids go to college? Yes. You're like, is this what we're doing for 20 more years? Whoa. This 18 years. Okay. Kids got to go. Okay. I, but then you got to put them through college or help oh. them or something. I don't know. That's a whole other topic. You of- ain't lying. Yeah. And we're talking about our dreams because as we sit here, we think about the dreams that we've had, the things that we've wanted to do, the things that we still want to do. Mm-hmm. And now you are faced with a real life scenario. You have a daycare bill that's $2,000 a month for part-time daycare, not even full-time daycare. Yeah. Right. And that's not an exact amount, but it's pretty close. Yeah. And then you have a mortgage. Then you have regular things like, did you want to buy groceries this week? Were you planning to eat? <laughs> yeah. Did you want gasoline for your vehicle? Mm-hmm. And on did top you of, want a vehicle? Did you want a vehicle? And on top of all those things, you start to, I, I feel, reevaluate where your life is and what's important. Because before, yeah. it was like, oh my God, life is so great. I love my wife, girlfriend at the time, maybe when we were yeah. going on all those vacations. And it was just about us. Then when you have kids... It's about your kids and making sure that they're taken care of. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend of mine actually this week where we were talking about the time that you get for yourself, the time that you, or I'm sorry, the time that you spend with your children, the time that you spend at work, the time you spend trying to take care of your spouse. And then you as a person get lost in the sauce because yeah. all of these things come first and in, encapsulated in all that is not only what do you want to do after you get off of work for your two hours of freedom, but also yeah. What do I want to do with my life? Am I doing the right thing? Is this where I want to spend all of my free time? Is this particular job or career or whatever you happen to be doing at this time? Is this where you want to be? Yeah. I also think we should note 
that our personalities are people that maybe want to be like, I don't know, out like changing the world is like the bigger way to say hey, it. But we're different. We're, we're not different. like we're, and I think a lot, I think a lot of people our age are like this. Uh, clock in, clock out is just like not going to be the thing that makes me happy. It's the thing that I am going to do mm-hmm. because X, Y, Z that we just talked about. But it's like, is that the thing making me happy? And then I have all these other thoughts of like, what, what would if I could do it every day? And I feel like, like I always say, Oprah's always like, find the thing you love and you'll make money. And it's like, okay, you're Oprah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I think it's like, that's a hard, I want that to be the case, but it's terrifying to be like, okay, I'm going to not work and I'm going to follow my dreams and you're going to like. take that nine to five job and I'm going to have to figure it out. There's a lot of pressure on me. It's a lot of pressure on you to carry the, the, uh, the weight of the everything, the bills. But then it's also like, it's the weight on me to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And then I think you start questioning, is this really what I want to do? Is this the dream? Is this the thing that's going to make us money? And I don't know. It's like, if you're not making more money for yourself, doing something you love, it's like, you might as well work for someone else and get health insurance and a paycheck every two weeks. Yeah. But it's hard to know that. And then you're like, what's your happiness worth? So let's back up and talk about something you said where it's it's the pressure that comes along with your dreams. Yeah. So if you want to chase your dreams and you have a spouse who supports you, how do you then say, okay, I've got, is it a time frame or is it, this is just my dream that's out here that I want to go after? Or is it, hey, give me 73 weeks. I know it's a random time, yeah. but, and I want to accomplish this. And if I don't, I'm going back to work, you know? And then what is the other side of that? What's the flip side on your spouse? What's your partner thinking? Are they saying, hey, I'm working. My job also sucks. I want to be able to chase my dream, et cetera. I bring that up because you and I have had tons of these dream chasing experiences, Mm -hmm. right? We made a list of the dreams that we've had. Yeah. uh, And we should dive into those and what kind of our experiences were at the time and where we went. And I think one of the cool things is we're still here to talk about it, even though clearly... (laughs) Those have all failed in one way or another. Yeah. But we're still chasing. I feel like I have a little bit of insecurity about the spaghetti, throw the spaghetti on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just a little bit like, people are probably like, there, but Philip, go again, trying to do a podcast, yeah, yeah. trying to do X, Y, Z. And it's like, but I do think it's because we're trying to find the thing that wake, we wake up every day and we're like, we don't have to go just like clock in, oh. clock out. And I want to say, with a caveat for probably everything we talk about on this podcast. We always have caveats. It's not, this, this isn't like advice. We haven't figured it out. You know, I think it's Correct. just like us trying to be like, yeah. give you a second to realize yeah, maybe like, you're relating to this. Maybe we can figure it out together. Maybe you have some advice for us. I yeah. Send us a text, right? Tell us what my dream should be so that I can go and make it happen. If you are out there, Oprah listening, <laughs> yeah. please bankroll my dreams. Bankroll my dreams. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I love all of those pieces. And when I think about it, I just, you know, I, I can't stress enough. One, shout out to everybody who listened to our first podcast. Uh, the whole ass followers, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you guys chiming in, checking in, putting up five stars and a like and a share and a subscribe. I know that's a lot to ask, but that's what helps keep this podcast going and get out to more people. But it seemed like people were able to resonate with it and said to us, hey, we love it. It's a real view mm-hmm. of what life is like. And I really enjoy the fact that people just like to listen to something that's reflective of their life. Yeah. That's why we made this, right? Yeah. We're those people who are going through the same struggles, same things. Yeah. Um, I had a point there. I got on a rabbit hole. I lost it. 
You are going to go through your list of dreams. Oh, my God. You're going to go list, list of your long lost dreams. Oh, so I didn't realize until I met Ava that I was a big dreamer. I just thought I was a guy who just went out and did stuff all the time. Right. But I have these passions, these things I'm chasing, things that I want to do, and I want to go after them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So w- the first thing I think when Ava and I met, I was doing stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. And. I was a special education teacher at the time. Remember last, throwback to last podcast when we were talking about one of my 30 jobs. That was one of them. I was a special education teacher at the time, which seems like it would make me a good person, but I was writing a lot of comedy about some of my life experiences at the time, so maybe not the greatest person. But I was also going through a breakup, whatever, putting that out on stage, and it was like a uh, my first form of therapy. And so I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed being a stand-up comedian, getting to do these bits, going on stage, and having a good time. And that was a dream. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could get out here and say something and be funny. And I think with all dreams, when people look at them and they face them, they realize they're not the only person doing that. They're not the only person who's good at whatever it is that they're dreaming about. Yes. And it's, did you push past that fear? Mm-hmm. Did you push past that insecurity and go to the next level? And a lot of these things that we're going to mention... I pushed past it to a certain extent, but then I got caught up in that, oh my God, somebody else is doing it. Somebody else is better than me. Somebody else can do it better. I'm not going to be the person who crushes it. Comedy was one of those things. There were a ton of people who were funnier than me. I would go out and do bits and I would never be booed off stage, but there would be times where it hit. There'd be times where it was a miss. There would be times where you just second guess yourself continuously. So comedy was my first, my first real one where I was like, yeah, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And everybody comes up to you and they're like, wow, you're a comedian. You were awesome. I can't believe you had the balls to get up on stage and do that. And it's like, what, make fun of myself? Talk about myself in front of other people? That's fine, but is that what I want to do with my life? And eventually it fizzled for me. Mm-hmm. Partially because of Ava. And I hate to blame you, Ava, but <laughs> comedy, like I said, was a form of therapy. I was able to like mm-hmm. just say everything that was going on in my life. And when I met Ava, and this is going to get sappy, sappy alert. Oh. Okay. When I met Ava, I didn't have that same pain anymore. I didn't have the need to express it. So comedy wasn't as appealing to me. And then coupled with that is the fear of not being as good as everybody else who's doing it. So mm-hmm. I stopped that and I chose to focus on my career. Also, I was pretty vulgar as a comedian. If you guys are watching this, listening to this podcast, because you can't watch a podcast. Well, maybe where we're Maybe TikTok. <laughs> but if you're listening to this podcast, you realize that some of the stuff we say is explicit. That's not a good way to keep a corporate job, yeah. which is what I decided to chase. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't do comedy and do a corporate job and all those things. And I had to make a decision for my family. So I chose to stop doing comedy and continue to go after some of my other passions. So that was really my first dream. I also think it's interesting because I feel like we were both in our like early twenties when you probably could have just like gone after whatever. Because you really could just go boss the wall and like live off of ramen and mm, on your ramen. friend's couch. And I think we, I may, maybe I won't group you in, but I think I subscribe to the you need a stable job and you need the salary and you need the four hundred one k. Oh my god, you're gonna retire and you're like oh. four. I'm even still worried about that. But I'm just saying, like, I think I subscribe to that. And maybe if earlier on I didn't. And I just tried more things. Like, I, I do feel like you did try a lot of things. I've tried a lot of Maybe shit. if I tried more, it would have stuck. But I was really, I think I was living more in the fear of just, like, wanting the paycheck. And I still, like, I still do today of, like, 
wanting the two week paycheck. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> say after your surgery, your gallbladder surgery, and just watch how this connects. This is gonna be. I know, I, but I don't know where you're going with this. The guy who gave me your discharge instructions oh, was yeah. talking about you eating uh, fatty foods and how uh-huh. that can make you sick. And I was like, well, what do we do? And he said, it just needs to happen to her a couple of times because fear is the greatest motivator. Mm. Okay. And I thought to myself, oh, wow, that's fantastic. And it's so true. But that links back to this because you had the fear of not being successful in your other dreams. You yeah. had the fear of wanting to have a job that society told you was what you needed to do. You were bringing home your two-week paycheck. You had your retirement. You had your health insurance. What if I fall down and break my leg? I want to be able to go to the hospital. I want to be able to have my bills paid, whatever. I want my disability insurance. All of those things that are a part of your day-to-day stem from fear. Mm -hmm. What's holding us back in life? It all stems from fear. And we take that fear and we wrap it in this bundle of this is what success is. Mm -hmm. So even though we're afraid of failing at all these things, we're saying, we are successful because we have this job. I make this salary. I bring home this for my kids. Yeah. We're able to go and get this RC car for Knox, right? That's success, but it's all based out of fear. But I was going to say, I do feel like that is success to some people. Then that, that's why my caveat in the beginning was it isn't as much to us. Like yes. if you, I, I feel like I'm more envious of people, and we talk about this, mm-hmm. who are happy with that who are like genuinely living their life happy with the nine to five life yeah and are genuinely happy with that situation or just in general i think i'm more i'm more envious when people are just have figured it out and they're happy yeah then like you work on you work at a company and you make like whatever amount of money Mm -hmm. and you can drive whatever car like that to me doesn't impress me but i think because i am striving for the Every day that makes you happy. Like, I just, I think more about those people that are doing the thing that is making them happy. And then they're successful at it. Like, that's so cool. Like, that makes me cry when I watch things on TV and, like, people are just, like, Serena Williams. I'm like, man, you just, like, killed yeah. You killed it. You killed life. I will say when I see a lot of those people that you can tell are really enjoying their job, they're doing something that you would also really enjoy. Well, you know? I don't really love tennis, but, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but if you played a sport for a living. Yes. And you were good at that yeah. sport and you like went out yeah. like, sports are fun. Yeah. You know? No, no, I know what you mean. But it's like, I, I have yet to look at somebody. I've yet to talk to an accountant and no shots against accountant. I know one. I'm related to one. I'm not against accountants who really loved doing accounting as they do it. They may love numbers. They may love counting those, going through them, et cetera. But the actual day-to-day grind of that job, yeah. they don't seem to enjoy because of what comes along with it. So it's like, we sometimes take our passion and lump it in with a job to say that we're enjoying it, and we aren't always. And if you're an accountant who loves your job, send me an email, okay? Make sure you like the podcast, because I still like accountants. You guys help keep me honest. But, you know, just put me in my place. Tell me I'm wrong, because I've always, that's what I've always picked on is that job to me does not seem appealing. I don't see how it could be very appealing to many other people, but maybe some people really enjoy it as it yeah. sits, yeah. you know? So... It's things like that. You take your skills, you develop things that you're good at, and you take that and you wrap it up with the fear that you have in life, and you put that into a career that will allow you to take care of your family. Um, And sometimes you end up doing something that's super cool or that you really enjoy. Sometimes you end up finding true happiness because you're satisfied with what you're doing. And sometimes your name is Ava or Philip, and you are never 
satisfied with what you have going on. I think there are more people that are like that too. Or I think you are like okay with your nine to five mm-hmm. and it checks all the boxes enough for you to spend time with your family and yeah. buy the things you want to buy and live the life you want to live. So I do think, I do think a lot of people are okay with that. And I do think that's like respectable and honorable too, that you're just like doing it and getting it done to bring home money for your family. But I think at the end of the day for us, it's like, what are those dreams or how can I work for myself and be freed from this? I don't know. Corporate America. Yeah. I mean, I should say I do have a flexible work situation and I don't work for the man because I actually literally work for two women and we're Mm -hmm. (laughs) a wrong company. Mm -hmm. But it's like I get to work part time. I'm figuring that out. But at the end of the day, it's like, what do I want to do? And it's still scary because you have to jump into the. How do I how do I have multiple jobs and keep all the balls in the air if I want to keep this job that's that's giving me a paycheck two time two times a month and then on top of that whatever dream I have that I'm trying to accomplish and then on top of it have like young children yeah it's like I'm freaking tired enough without the other ball of whatever the work is gonna be yeah I mean I'm not looking for sympathy here I got off a plane last night or this morning at 12:30 in the morning. I went and got my bag. I came home, woke up with the with my son this morning so we could go to uh, piano lessons. Went through the whole day doing things with the kids, doing work. And the only time that I can do this dream of podcasting is 9.50 p.m. in a closet mm-hmm. in our guest bedroom while our kids are asleep so we don't wake them up. But right. I, I think we're having fun with the podcast and it's like... Maybe Philip and I wouldn't have had this exact conversation at 9.50 at night, but we would be having a conversation. And I think I, like, want to run away from the, you got to hustle if the kids go to bed. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to fucking watch Netflix when the kids go to bed. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I just, I hate the message that it's like, if you want it, you got to hustle when you have that free moment. And it's like, I don't know. Is that the answer? But maybe it is. I think maybe your point, it is. And that's what I'm saying. We don't have the answers. This seems to be working for us. I guess it is after the kids go to bed is the answer, but it's like also, is it what's enjoyable if you are happy doing it, if you can make it work? Yeah. Especially when you have kids under five. I mean, they're hard. I love my kids. I love my kids. I love my kids. Today is going to hurt, but it's going to be worth it. But it's every day that you have to go through that. But, like, I do feel like, okay, our podcast is called The Whole Ass. Yes. So you would think that our message would be, if you want your dream to be a reality and it's not your nine to five, you got to put your whole ass into it and do everything. Uh Uh-huh. But it's, like, it's not sustainable. Sometimes you got to take a quarter of that ass and go to sleep, you know? Sometimes you got to get a break. I'm just saying, I do think if you're going to do something, you should whole ass it. Like, we should whole ass Uh this podcast. Uh Because we're deciding to do it. We should. But, like, it doesn't mean you need to do... Like something and burn out all the time. Uh, what a great point. When I think about everybody in my life who's told me how you're successful, it is work until your fingers bleed. Oh. Then you'll find success. It's like a, the, to get over the rainbow, you have to run full speed for years and yeah. then there's a pot of gold. At the and other I feel side. like our generation is a little bit revolting from that, but we've never seen it done before. So we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just figuring it out and we're pioneering it and going through and trying to see. How we get to that pot of gold, how yeah. I can get around the rainbow and get over there. I always, I have to say, I, and if this is you, I apologize. Not you, but people. I listening. understand. 
I always a little bit rolled my eyes when people would be like, I want to retire at 40. Like they wanted to collect their 401k and like work their butt off and then retire at 40 because it was like, maybe don't retire at 40. Just like figure out what you want to do and be happy doing it. Yeah. I'm impressed by people that maybe can retire at their 40. But but the other thing is like, can you retire when you're 40? I would like to talk to someone who did, who had like two kids and is like retiring because it's like you have kids and then they have activities and then. You know, you got to have, like, I don't know. You I'm going to be so much stuff. I'm going to be honest. If I were to retire at 40, I'd want to be rich as shit. That's what I mean. Like, I don't want to retire at 40 and manage my money and, yes. like, play the stock market. Like, I want to retire at 40 and have millions of dollars. That's what I mean. And go to Brando Island. If someone is doing that, I'd love to chat with you. Yes. And but... I'd love to borrow some of your money yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Bankroll my dream. Bankroll. Oprah, we're talking to you again, Oprah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just... That's been my take on it. Is like I don't need to retire at forty. I would just like to like what I'm doing at forty, which is quickly approaching. Whew. Yeah, Woof. maybe when go. Did this come? Maybe we should go just like list all okay. of our dreams. Okay, we're back we don't on have target. to like deep dive into them, and then so people can at least hear all the dream failures we've had. Yeah, and I think it might be. We had a music break at our last episode, right? Didn't you do some singing? Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think for this one, Beautiful we'll do Alicia Keys' uh, "Living Our Dreams," where she's like. Oh. We're living our dreams, but we're not because we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. So into our dreams. Philip's Dreams, the comedy one we already shared. Uh, cooking Blog started that. It was called Taste My Funny. I still use the email address, not for Cooking Blog, but I email still have it. it. TasteMyFunny.com. So, tastemyfunny.com. At gmail.com. At gmail. Uh, cooking show and a catering business. When I was in the car business originally, I brought in some of my leftovers and started a little catering distribution service. Realized I'm a full tilt diva. I only like watching people eat the food and tell me how good I am at cooking it. I don't like selling it to them. So that kind of started and ended. Food truck, I never started it, but thought it would be cool. Marine biology. We went to Clearwater, Florida, and we chased after some crabs and other marine life. And I realized that I should have been a marine biologist. And that lasted for, you know, it's on and off for a year. I think that's interesting, too. We've hit a spot in our life where you can a little bit regret things that maybe you should have done. Yeah. And, like, I get the, you you should always go do it. You're never too old. It's Ugh. hard to go back to school to be a marine biologist when you're Fuck, yeah. When you're 30. That's not happening right now. I, will, I would support it, though. But would you? You'd have to get, like, a two full-time I would full-time not. Jobs. I probably couldn't, like, casual support yeah, I'll support it. We'll, get it. we'll live in a van by the river, <laughs> yeah. and we can let you go to school and be a marine biologist. Yeah. Right? And it's like, at this point, what's the... What's the long-term version of that is like, okay, I want to live by the ocean and I want to do my own like marine biology where I go and get a crab fishing pot and catch the crabs, you know, and look at them, look at them in their eyes and be like, I am studying you. That's where I'm at now. I'm not going back to school to be a marine biologist unless, hate to keep calling her out, one of our best listeners, Oprah, decides that she's (laughs) going to fund that. Okay. So then we started a podcast. There was a lot of racial stuff that was going on and my friend Jacob and I started a podcast that started it was about social injustice and what was going on in america and i am passionate about that uh it did not continue a lot of things happened having a child having a second child needing to go back to work full time as often happens with race relations in america it it like hits this spike where everybody's like oh black people brown people we need to help them and then the summer ends and things, nobody's dying right now. So everything goes back to being normal and it kind of fades out. That's, that's an ongoing thing. So that podcast started and is in a, on a hiatus. And then we come to our second podcast, which is happening right now, which guys, 
We're moving forward. Okay. This is like. This is happening. Maybe it'll just keep happening even if it's only our 100 listeners or whoever. Look. You know even what I mean? if it's 100 it's listeners, having, it's worth fun. it. Yeah. Right? We already have a social media marketing manager. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to put her in here. If you, you know who we're talking to, so now you have to do it. Okay. We have had a lot of feedback from people asking us to cover different topics. We've only been live for like three days. Yeah. So it's very impressive. We even have a generation of people who are not millennials, older. I don't know what the older generations are. Boomers. Boomers. They're just successful people who yeah. like have good credit. Those people have asked us to do things or said yeah. that they enjoyed the podcast. So we are reaching people and that that's enjoyable. So yeah, list of my dreams. Yeah. Okay. That was your dream. List of Ava's dreams. Where'd you put them down? Oh, They're there right we go. Here. What are you talking about? Sorry. Okay. Wedding venue, which is always something I think about. And, and I do feel like it's lost its luster in my later 30s. Because but... you got married and you don't enjoy it or for something else? Um, I think marriage? I like the idea of a wedding venue, but like the idea of like dealing with weddings every weekend actually ugh, sounds horrible. <laughs> Well, that dream needs to be no, crossed. I'm just saying, I like the idea of the wedding venue and all of that, but I could get it. That's another. I don't need to. We're not deep diving, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shallow. Real estate. Oh, I like that you put started. Well, I put started for all of mine too. Didn't oh, start. Okay. Did yeah. start. Started. Yeah. Ended. Home staging, kind of started. Um. Yeah, and then I'm doing a home um design Instagram blog with Kara. You want to shout, shout out? out. Mm Home Refresh. Mm Home Refresh. You know, so it's mostly like design but also kids but also Karen and I also work and clearly we're also doing a podcast now so it hasn't been constant like I feel like the social media push has to be the grind and the constant content oh. and I also roll my eyes at that oh content content too much content so I I'm loving doing it when I do it but I it, it's hard to keep up with it it's impossible it also feels super disingenuous yes it does. because like I was on a plane sitting next to somebody who was 23 seemed like they're probably an Instagram model or person she's taking photos she's taking phone she's having a phone call of a FaceTime phone call all the way until we take off she's taking photos where her screen is getting all bright she's posting it while we're in the air I'm like this is ridiculous it is 11.50. Can you just go to sleep? We're all trying to go to sleep. So what that grind looks like also is like, is this something that us millennials are supposed to do? Are we supposed to be grinding out this social media stuff? Who knows? But if that's how you get to your true dream, is that one of the suck it up and do it pieces? I know. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So those are the dreams that we've had. And I think one of the questions that comes up is, since we have not achieved our greatness, our greatness. Oh, yeah. are we failures? Yeah. You know, I, I, are you a failure until you mm -hmm. make it? Yeah. Oof. But I wouldn't call us a failure. We have all these other things that are not failures. Right, right. And that's the that's the question. Are you a failure? Yeah. Sometimes I get stuck in the failure mindset where I'm like, I did fail at these things. Mm -hmm. I'm not the funniest comedian. I'm not the best cook. I'm not the best at whatever, recording a podcast or having a good voice or wanting to go and swim with dolphins and sharks. You know, <laughs> I'm not the best at these things, so yeah. I shouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, somebody else is doing these things. So why would I? So when we were driving the car and we were like, I bet we could. We were talking about like something like a deep topic. And I'm like, I think other people would find it interesting if they were like listening to us have this conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's when we said, maybe we should try to do a podcast. And as soon as I said that, it was like a Saturday. We were on the way to the lake. It's always the lake. The lake on the way to the lake. That hour drive on the back roads makes you think. Um, like. Two famous people, like actually famous people, said on their Instagram that they were launching a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
Well, like, I can't launch a podcast. Shit, we can't do that. Somebody else is doing it. First of all, they are already famous. And, like, I don't know. I think think that's the big thing is you, it's like the universe challenges you. It's like, I'm going to show you these people that also have the same thought about it. And Mm -hmm. it's the purple pilot. It is the purple pilot. We should probably explain that we a little bit. We should probably explain that. We have purple a couple of friends who drive a Purple Pilot. It's actually maroon. And they would like us to say purple maroon. Pi- purple Pilot owners get kind of angry about this. Uh, but it is a maroon pilot. And Ava and I were driving and we were talking about our friends who have the maroon pilot. Jesse, Marcus. I said your names. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Ava goes... Those things don't exist all the time. I'm like, purple pilots are everywhere. No, I said, I knew that was them driving, like, in front of us because there aren't that many purple pilots. Yeah. And And you were like, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And then I saw purple. They're everywhere. They are. Guys, look around. Purple Honda pilots, everywhere. Everywhere. And it's one of those, it's like that, um, I can't remember the name of this. It's like a psychological... you know, yeah, I know. What, I, we, know what you mean. I know you. We studied this at one point. I should point, Google. Right? I know what you're talking about. But it's one of those things where once you think about it, then you see it everywhere, or it happens all the time, and you start to realize it mm-hmm. all the time. And that's what happened with the Purple Pilot, and that's what happened with this podcast. Is I started, yeah. Well, I I thought it, and I was like, we should do it. We're gonna do it. And then the universe was like, look at all these other people doing. Podcasts. You know who took the universe uh, by surprise with this, like taking something and then showing it to everyone else is Google. Because anytime you say anything, they show you all that shit. <laughs> yeah, okay? that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Talk about finding your dream and purpose. They got it. They got it on yeah. lock. So, yeah, I think it is overcoming the, we're going to go into this, like, I mean, how many podcasts are there? Oh, a billion. I, I've gotten into po- publishing. Oh, yeah. There's podcasts everywhere for everything. There's already another podcast called Whole Ass, but it's not the whole ass. Is it about giving your no, whole ass? No, it's about like drink people who are drinking and talking, which I also happen to be doing that right now. But it was like just that piece, just drinking and talking. I don't think they're trying to help people, you know, achieve. Yeah. And it's not about millennials. So, you know, there's there's a podcast for everything. There's yeah. something for everything, um, which is crazy, but yeah. it's not going to stop us. And I think yeah. that's the big piece is yeah. we have all these dreams. But we never stop going after things. Mm -hmm. And that is the big takeaway that I've learned. I can live in that fear and I can wake up every morning and question if I did enough or I did the thing. Or I can use my whole ass and go after it no matter what. Mm -hmm. Because just like when you were dating or trying to talk to somebody or make friends, the worst thing that can happen is is you fail and then you try again. And with this, with everything else in life, it's like you're going to fail at some of these things. And then you try again, and eventually you find your success. Mm-hmm. And whether that is you working 120 hours a week, or whether that is you watching some Netflix, putting your kids to bed, and then coming into a closet and recording yeah. your podcast, it's your yeah. journey. You know? Yeah, I think it's also like, cut yourself. Oh, I thought I heard a crying baby, but I don't think Ooh, it was. No crying baby. I haven't <laughs> um, heard one of those in a hot minute. Yeah. I think it's also like... And if you have kids and like, you got to just put stuff on hold for a year or two, you have to, because Miles is almost a year and that flew by. And it's like, if you just have to reset because having a baby is hard. Yeah. Reset. Yeah. But also we're almost 40. (laughs) I'm just thinking about that a lot. It's the kids outside. It's the kids outside. Mm. Miles isn't growing. No. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what else. I mean. I don't know if there's like a conclusion to this. I think the conclusion is there's 7 billion people in the world, right? In our little blue marble. Mm-hmm. And we get so wrapped up in our own Why mental... Why are you a blue marble? 
because we have the ocean, it's 73% of the world is covered. It's blue. If you look at it from space. Wait, is that like a, is that a saying? Oh God, we've done it. I've done it again. You've said something and I've never heard it before. And now is you're making me question if I am sane because. Is the earth called a blue marble? Uh, anyway, the blue marble of earth, there's 7 billion people here. And now I've lost my train of thought. So thank you Sorry. so much. No, we were talking about how What's you continue forward. What's the point of this? Even if you feel dejected, even if you feel down, if you feel like you're struggling, if you feel like it's not going to happen, it's not going to work, you keep going. Because one of those 7 billion people gives a shit about what you're doing or saying or talking about or, or want to do. With, right? You're resonating with somebody. Yeah. So just know that whatever your journey is, somebody out there is going through the same thing. Somebody out there cares. Somebody out there is going to want to see it. And you push forward and you achieve it. With right? your whole ass. With your whole ass. Yeah. There's no reason to stop. Our dreams are here. They're in motion. Sure, you wanted to achieve them by the time you were 24. But when I was 24, I didn't have this list just, of things. I think I thought that's true. Right? We have tried all those things. I think maybe I thought, which is like funny now that I'm 36. I think I thought I would have it figured out by 30. Yeah, of course you Which did. is just like funny now that you're older. I mean, I feel like that's why people in their like 40s and 50s laugh at us. Because they're like, you don't. You just figured out your whole life. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. And even after you think you figured it out, you you're know. not. Because it's like, I mean, I think about where we are now. I think about this life that we lead now. Because mm -hmm. I love our family. I love. I like, hope so. <laughs> I love where we live. I love the house we live in. I love our neighborhood. I love our neighbors. Like, this life, when I pictured it when I was a kid, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But so it's funny. So it's like you reach it and you always want more. Yeah. It's like now it's not enough. Again, I don't know if everyone feels like that, but that's how I feel. So I'm trying to take a second and be grateful for the life I have and where mm -hmm. I'm at in this moment. But also say, what would make me happy when one day I do retire or my kids are grown up and it's just you and I in the house? Yeah. That's a kind way to say it. For me, I'm like, I like the stuff that I have, right? I like my pickup truck. I like being able to come home to a loving family. I like being able to go out and get free-range organic, cage-free, pasture-raised, happy-as-shit chicken eggs, right? I like being able to afford that stuff, but I want more. I want yeah. other things, and I don't feel anymore. This is recent. I don't feel recent. bad for wanting it. Yeah. I don't feel bad for being greedy. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's such a negative connotation. Like you should be happy with what you have. You should be happy that your car runs in the morning, blah, blah, blah. It's like I went through some of that stuff. I went through my 90 Cherokee that didn't run when I woke up and I had to go out and work on it so I could go yeah. to my girlfriend's house. Like I went through some level of struggle. There are always worse struggles. There are always people with less struggles. But I want what I want. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to feel bad for wanting yeah. those things. These dreams are things that I want to mm -hmm. do, that I want to chase. And you if you're listening to this and you choose to listen to my voice and take my advice, you should feel okay wanting to do more things. As long as you're or not hurting wanting, somebody. Wanting what you want. Yeah. Like either, like when you hear us saying like, we want more than a nine to five job and you like your nine to five job, like fucking own that. Yeah. Like, the, like be like, I, I like that yeah. and I'm happy with that, but I want to do X. Like, yeah. I don't know, whatever that is. Keep listening to the podcast yeah. by all means. But I'm you just should, saying. You should do your thing. Yeah. And, you know, live whatever, I hate saying this. Authentic? No, oh. authenticity is great, but I was going to say live your truth. It just feels like such uh, a like, yeah. anyway, but like, be honest with yourself. Yeah. What do you enjoy? But that's hard though. I feel like that could be another topic of like living your truth and not feeling like, 
what are what's other people's expectations of you? Oh my god, expectations like, that's another put on that's you? another podcast of like what you were told growing up, or like what you learned along the way, or what people just want you to have because oh. it's like the security thing. Yeah, you know, I think that's a whole thing that you have to break out of. Yeah, and a lot of that stems from parenting, right? And and this is not a knock on parents because as parents Oof. now. It's just living by the seat of your pants, I mean, always trying to yeah. figure out what to do next. Well, Where do I go? Where do I take him? Did I do something wrong? Did I tell him the wrong thing? Did he say Did he say the word penis out loud to somebody <laughs> at school? Right? Like, you have all of these things that you don't know what to do, and you're just trying to get by. I so. do feel like, I do feel like, after you have kids, you you a little bit give your parents, like, a, a more of a break. For sure. But also, it it is like... I think I just thought my parents had every single answer in the world. And it's like, they were just trying their best. They were younger than we are right now. Yeah, you made it. You didn't choke to death. You didn't fall (laughs) off a bridge. Right? Congrats. That's it. You know? No, I know. I know. And everyone, I do feel like, especially when you're parents and you love your kids, you really are just doing your best. Yeah, if you still talk to your parents and they were nice enough to you (laughs) where you still talk to them now... Just remember that. Give yeah. them a little bit of a break. Yeah, they deserve a breather. Yeah. They were struggling. They were, these people that you're listening to tired. right now, tired, trying to figure out how to make it, how to make sure that you could pay yeah. for college, all that stuff. That shit's hard. So shout out to your parents. Shout out to my parents. Thanks for getting us here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I really appreciate that. And I mean yeah. that, you know, so I think that's going to wrap. I think that's a good wrap for what yeah. we're talking about today, right? Yeah. Our dreams. We're chasing them. We're never going to stop. Right. We want to iron them out and figure it out. Oprah send us money. And if you're listening. Oprah campaign. <laughs> find whatever makes you happy. If you're happy in your nine to five, you enjoy that. Or maybe you're doing something super unique that you've always dreamt of. Good for you. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those people who's not happy, you're doing your job. And you're doing you're doing a great job at it. Because I you're see you. are doing a great job. You're, you're fucking fantastic. You're killing it. Right? But if that's not what's fulfilling you. Don't be afraid to go and find what fulfills you and makes you super happy. It doesn't mean go quit your job because money don't grow on trees, as we talked about last time. You'll find yourself tiling your own wall, but you should continue to push for it. Uh, And that's that's what I think. And in that spirit, what what did I do with my whole ass this past week? Well, I think I know yours. You think you know mine? Yeah, go. No, I want to know what you think it is. The running. That is a good one. So... Uh. Yeah, that wasn't. I didn't have it, but now I do. Um, I am training for a Spartan race because another podcast topic. I lost a bunch of weight, weight loss surgery, be true to yourself, etc. But I need to get to three point two miles of running, and I've been stuck at this like twenty to twenty five minute jog on a treadmill pace. But this week, I went to the gym and my hotel, and the treadmills were both broken. And I had to go run outside. And I listened to my boy, Adrian Williams. Shout out if you're listening to this. I hope you are. Um, and he had a 30-minute run with, I think it was 90s music. And I'm like, I'm going to do this 30 minutes. And guys, I ran for 30 minutes straight. Running, not like Kira would run. but And Kira, you know, she's a real runner. I jog ran the whole time. Yeah. I ran almost three miles, 2.7 miles, and thank you, slow clock, because it was a slow run. I got a a fist bump from a guy, and when I got back, I put up a little Instagram, but I felt so good about finally getting over the 20-minute mark, Yeah, finally continuing the run, and being outside, which for years, 
I've been afraid of exercising outdoors because yeah. I think people are looking at me and think I'm crazy. Yeah. You know, maybe my fat's jiggling around, you know, whatever. Yeah. People are driving. But I was in Wisconsin where nobody knows me. And I finally got to the point where I'm like, even if they did see me, even if even if I like had my belly button out, if I'm out here in a tutu and a, and a halter top, <laughs> nobody's going to remember because... No, they might remember that. They would remember that. But I, I agree, but they're not going to care. They're not going to care. And that's that's part of it. So I used my whole ass doing that last week. Okay, sorry. I took I, I took yours. No, that's great. Sorry, I came up with it. That's great. This next week, I am going to shiplap the bar underneath. (gasps) You are? What a surprise. Our countertop, and I'm going to aerate and oversee the lawn. Whoa. Okay. On top of those two things, I know this is a lot of whole assing because more than than one thing. Knox and I are going to go bike riding in a parking lot because he needs to get on his bike and go and ride with pedals, and I need to ride my bike too. So, yeah. Those are the things that I'm going to do this week okay. with my whole ass. Whoa. Uh, you should have gone first. I really should have I... gone first. I was going low key with my first one. You know what they, what's the saying? Where they're like, under promise, yeah, over yeah, deliver. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was yeah. doing over You're there. under delivering, over promising. Um, yeah. So last week, mine's pretty boring. Do you have one for me? Because I need one. For what you did last yeah. week? What did I do? You don't know. You're oh, traveling. I for sure do. And this is a, this may seem small to other people, but to me, it was huge. You park the car. <laughs> I that is really <laughs> okay. You need to finish that statement. People are gonna think that. I think that's I don't know how to park. That's it. That's it. We're gonna be super sexist on this no. podcast. Ava parked the car for the first time. Parked no. the car to the side of the driveway, so you could also. So park I your could car. park because I get back super late from work, and one of the things that drives me nuts is when I have to park my car on the street. Well, no, you're gone all week, so I just park in the middle of a driveway. Yeah. But when you get back in the middle of the night, it's annoying to not have your parking spot. And then I got to drag my suitcase all down the 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 driveway and all that and so i asked ava i've asked ava a couple times but this last week i was like could you please just park your car in the driveway and when i pulled into the neighborhood i was dreading what the driveway was going to look like and when i turned and i saw the grill of that ram (laughs) over to the side and i knew it was parked for me to get in the driveway i felt so happy so you whole asked that because you had to remember it you were dealing with the kids all week not dealing with them, loving them, but also yeah. taking them to all of their things. And then you're unloading well, stuff. And then you have to park, remember to park the truck. When on you a... said it to me the last time, well, maybe it was like the first time I heard it. <laughs> but I was saying that when you said it, I was like, I thought to myself, that is annoying. Like that is annoying to get home from work at like in the middle of the night yeah. and not get to park in your driveway. Yeah. And you just want to be done. Yeah. Anyways, that was not mine, but I'm going to take that one. Mine was going to be like work related, which is kind of boring. So this one I actually did kind of think about. I was like, it's kind of lame. But last week, a couple times, I decided when I got up with the kids to like... So I have this... I really like my mornings because I'm not really a morning person. But having kids, you have to be a morning. You're awake. I, I always try to make my breakfast, make my coffee, and eat it while Miles is having his bottle and Knox is having his breakfast. And like I like to watch the Today Show and Knox watches the iPad. And, like, I always try to make that my morning. But guess what? It's not my morning. Like, it's not my morning anymore. And so this week, I decided to not, like, make myself, as soon as I wake up, breakfast. If I wanted, like, coffee or whatever I did. But I didn't turn on TV. And I sat both kids at the bar. And Knox watched the iPad if he wanted to watch it. He had his breakfast. Miles had his breakfast. And I... I made their stuff for school, which, you know, takes like 30 minutes. Miles needs three bottles, mm-hmm. three, three things of food. Knox needs a lunch. Like they need to have their sheets and every, like, it's such a process. 
And it was so much more enjoyable to drink my coffee and talk to them. And then if you ask Google, that will put, Google will play you the news on like every channel, which is actually very interesting. And you also get Fox News, which I was annoyed about, but then I listened and I have some thoughts. But like it was good to hear. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. But I'm going to try to do that. At least I know you're home this week, but at least when I wake up with them is the not sit down and watch TV thing. It's hard to get back up. And I was just, I felt so much better about my morning after I dropped the kids back at school Yeah, because I like had a conversation with them and I just felt like it was such a better morning routine and I, I just felt better about it. It was like, I was trying to like fit my old life into this life. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't work. Yeah, you really just got to dive in head first to what your like, life is. And then is. I just had so much more fun sitting there talking to Knox about what I was going to do that day. And yeah. I don't know. So I'm going to try to do that all week. Cool. So that's going to be your next, your whole, your whole ass is every time you wake up, you're going to stick with this new routine. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I like it. If you guys have something that you're going to whole ass this week, you want to share it with us. We appreciate you listening. Uh, we've appreciated having you. And even if this was our last podcast... We put four cheeks into this thing. Two cheeks yeah. apiece. Yeah. Making sure that it gets done. It's so been fun. Follow us. Give us a like. Subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, and Spotify. iHeartRadio. Yeah, guys, I put my whole ass into marketing this I was going to say, uh, you can tell who put up the hosting for this uh, podcast because yeah. I don't even know half of those Yeah, places. I put it everywhere. Okay. Yeah. It's like R. Kelly in the 2000s. I was everywhere. Okay. We don't need to have no, like that. Ignition remix and everything, but now he's only in jail. So, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Gotcha. Why do you always have to go so dirty? That's so weird. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week or in two weeks, depending on how we, we post this. We won't see you because we only. God, we, there's no seeing. You're right. You're, you'll hear our voices again. But stay healthy, stay safe, and whole ass everything you do. Bye. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Whole Ass Podcast. We love that you are part of the Whole A family. If you are enjoying the podcast, please like, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and share with your friends. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to us right now. If you have topic suggestions or want to let us know how you are using your whole ass, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at thewholeasspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.